Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Mamas, welcome. I'm actually doing a bonus podcast because it just felt so calling to me that I needed to address this whole experience with the coronavirus that we are in the midst of right now. And, you know, as I share this, this is equally as healing for me because I've not been journaling and writing about this. And Largely because my Meditation for Kids book launch is happening in April, you know, there was a lot of fear and overwhelm that kind of came over me um, this past week on Wednesday. And, you know, as I process these emotions, as I feel the collective heaviness, as I've been getting intuitive downloads and hits, I really want to share them with you because, as you know, this podcast is all about greater spiritual perspectives on the biggest problems that we face and this is by far probably the most difficult and uncertain times that we've probably ever faced in our life so you know with the coronavirus this is week one of the quarantine when i'm shooting this and when i heard about the coronavirus i'll be very honest i did not take it seriously because i always was like you know the problems are over there it's in china it's not going to affect my life And now when we as Americans sitting in our very cushy first world life, we are experiencing this disruption, this economic turmoil. It's affecting us financially, mentally, physically. It's affecting our community being shut down and everything being closed. You know, it's affecting our social lives. And so now it's real. I think that for a lot of us, it's like, whoa, like, okay, this is real. And we have been so blessed that living in a first world country, we have not really had to feel this kind of turmoil or this kind of difficulty in our day-to-day life where other people around the world do experience this. They do, you know, whether they're in the Middle East or certain parts of Asia, you know, they're experiencing this kind of turmoil and this is our experience of it. And so, you know, as I've been taking in, you know, I've been very mindful of the information that I've taken in, you know, being informed yet not letting the media and everything that we take in totally, you know, fill our subconscious mind with fear and panic and worry. I've certainly felt this global consciousness of this heaviness and fear really it hit me like a weight on Wednesday. And um, I really have started to get some downloads from that time just as I've been processing this. And this time of the coronavirus is an opportunity of great awakening. When we've been talking about this shift in global consciousness, this new paradigm, this age of the Aquarius, this, you know, Kaliuga in um, Hinduism, this phase where we're going to strip apart all the ego and everything that is not real to truly come to this essence of this Buddha consciousness, this awakening that's happening on a global level. This is it, guys. 
This is what, if you're on a spiritual path, if you have been called to awaken, if you've had that heeding of that call that you want to shift your life, shift your perspective, shift and be truer to yourself and connect to your higher self, this is what we're here for. This is the awakening. We were brought into this lifetime. We are born into this time because we were meant to make a shift. And if you're listening to this, I know that you're having this calling because you're inclined to some sort of spirituality. Otherwise, you would not resonate with me. And so I really want to help bring this um, information that I've been kind of getting and share it with you. So there was this quote from Sylvia Brown in her 2008 book. She was this psychic who used to make predictions and this circulated to me and it was really, really bizarre. I don't know if you saw that, but it said like in the book, um, in around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived. At attack again 10 years later and then disappear completely. So this is crazy, but before I read this, I was largely getting the feeling that of the same thing, that this will go away quickly. And I don't know if it's because, you know, right now we are in kapha season in most of the northern hemisphere where this is going rampant and I had heard that this virus, when it's in cold, damp places, like when it's on surfaces that are cold, it has the potential to live longer than when it's exposed to the sun or like extreme heat. It it can still be alive. It's just that it decreases its potency. And so for some reason, I was just getting this calling, like when it becomes really hot, the sun is going to be the antidote to this. And it's going to start killing it off or like we're going to see less cases of it and slowly going to be removed. I mean, I'm, this is just what I feel. I could be completely wrong, but I just thought that was crazy because when I read that, I was like, that's exactly what I've been feeling. You know, you could take it at face value or, you know, take it for whatever it's worth to you. But I just thought that was really interesting. And just a lot of when I share that on Instagram, a lot of people are like, you know, oddly, I feel calm because... It's, this is something that is orchestrated by Mother Nature, the divine, the source energy. It, there is a purpose to this. This is not a fluke. This is a sign that there's a red flag that we need to change things. So like I said, like on Wednesday of this week, I really felt this heaviness. And I think a lot of it was because I started to change my May book launch dates and trying to connect all the vendors and you know just the uncertainty just is even October and August, is everything going to be smoothed over by then? Are we going to be able to gather in large groups? You know, and the fear of, oh my gosh, this is going to affect my book launch. Is the book not really going to get into the masses of the people who need it because they're so distracted? And all these thoughts of, oh my gosh, this vision and this work that I had put so much intention and passion into, is it going to fall flat because of what's happening in the universe? I woke up Thursday morning when we were sitting at the breakfast table and just randomly started chanting, everything is working out, best case scenario. Everything is working out, best case scenario. And we've been chanting this for a while, but we had stopped for like the last four months. We have not said this. And all of a sudden in the middle of nowhere, you know, my wise old, old soul just broke out with it and that was like a sign to me 
everything is working out best case scenario and this shift in perspective started happening. Okay, maybe this coronavirus, you know, the universe never gives us anything that is just a coincidence. Everything is a learning opportunity. Everything is for our soul's highest involvement and growth. Everything is for us, not happening to us. What is the opportunity in this? What is the lesson? What is, what do we need to learn from this? And so Chirag and I started watching some documentary and it was regarding um, pandemics and um, it talked about in Wuhan where this coronavirus started and how these pandemics start and it's having these basically little tight knit zoos of animals from all across the world from from cheetahs to snakes to possums to all like cockatoos all these animals that are not naturally ever found together in nature are crammed in these little cages in these like tiny rooms and these heated humid places where when they're being slaughtered people are not protecting the other animals they're not taking the proper precautions and what is it for it's for the wealthy people to eat these foods as delicacies and it completely sickened me sickened me because mother nature is telling us you know what you are not respecting nature you're not respecting souls just because something can be consumed doesn't mean that our body can process it and that it's nourishing for our mechanism and our body to be in indulging in that type of food we need to be eating foods that are going to optimize our health and efficiency we don't need to be eating these weird reptiles and amphibians just because they're a delicacy they are not meant to be slaughtered at these numbers and it truly sickened me that seeing these things that this is something that's largely we can prevent this in the future and you know I was telling Chirag I was like you know I have no political connections whatsoever but just as much I am so deeply passionate about bringing meditation for kids in as many homes and in classrooms that could very well be something I am so equally moved by is to find a way to stop those wet markets and I don't know, and I'm sharing it because I think we need to have awareness of where these problems happen because as we know, these someone who slaughtered whatever they slaughtered, I don't know if it was a bat or um, you know, slaughtered something that contaminated food that was induced that was induced and you know, that's where this started from. That is like a ticking time bomb because there's so many markets like that out there, and unless we stop it. This is going to be something that's going to happen again in our children's life. And that's what I don't want to see. And so it's important to be aware and to educate ourselves, but not to be consumed so much by media that it panics us and that it's the only thing we're taking in. And I think that we do need to address what's happening. We have to recognize that stores are shutting down. We're in lockdown. And really the energy of this time is like unlike that we've ever experienced. Maybe a little bit like similar to when 9-11 happened, but not in the same way that it's disrupting our day-to-day -day life. Like, yeah, I remember travel was somewhat hindered. It wouldn't stop completely. But here we're having a complete shutdown. It is like the universe is like this is your time 
time out because you have not been taking the appropriate time in during your daily routine and your schedules. You have been consuming too much busyness. We've been engaging in so much stuff that we might not even know why we're engaging in it. And it's time to reset. It's time to reboot. Time to really dig deep into how we're living our life. It's taking away travel. Why are we traveling so much? What are we trying to escape in our life? What is it that we are seeking? What is it that we are meant to do in this life? This is our opportunity, this quietness, this time to reset, this time to look within, this time to really just reevaluate how we're choosing to live our life. So I read this post that, you know, it was saying that like the coronavirus could be humanity's medicine. I think it really is because it's mother nature really giving us a big awakening that we are not respecting it in the way that we need to. We are not connecting to nature and connecting our life and our routine to the rhythms of nature. This is a lot of the wisdom of Ayurveda is going to come back. We need to bring meditation and mindfulness and creating those pauses and those breathing breaks in order to reset and to be in tune with the flows of life rather than constantly doing, 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 making things happen and being so disaligned that we're creating dis-ease and disease within our system. The stress that we're experiencing is simply friction within our system because we're not lubricating ourselves enough from the food that we eat, from sleeping, to like really inspiring purposeful work, to really taking peaceful pauses to breathe, meditate, tune in to our inner wisdom and intuition. We are just so completely out of balance that this is our opportunity to recalibrate and get into balance. And so, you know, COVID-19 coronavirus is our greatest medicine. And, you know, this is a virus of the lungs and the lungs is responsible for grief, unprocessed grief. Anytime we experience um, chest or lung related issues, it's because we have to process out emotions that we've been storing, we've been hoarding, we've been holding on to that we've been suppressing and numbing out from work and alcohol and relationships and anger. And you know, it's does it's no coincidence that when the Amazon rainforest was burning and we were showing images on Instagram of the lungs of the world are burning this is also mother nature's sign that we need to let go and we see this manifesting in the collective by the way that we've been behaving the lower vibration of we are hoarding toilet paper and not considering that what does our neighbor need or what do people who are elderly need really not even considering what they need we're hoarding food not even considering if we really need it and what others may need we are actually viewing others as our enemy because we are so stuck in that panic of a survival mode we are not able to tap into our logic mind to realize that we are in this together the fear that we experience is the fear that everyone that we know experiences whether it's our family or our friends or our neighbor or a stranger we need to be allowing ourselves to raise to a higher consciousness where we're recognizing that we are one when global con global issues like this happens it's we are all together in this not a single person is immune and we really need to let this join in our humanity and our compassion and our empathy rather than divide us and separate us and every single situation where it's a natural disaster to something 
that's war crime related to something like this. This is a call from the divine to come together. We are one. We can allow this to be our greatest divider or to be our greatest amplifier and unifier and to really come together. And so the higher perspective hits that I've really been getting is that this is a time that we are here to create movement, that things that are corrupt are breaking down from political systems to our banking systems. There are major shifts, ha shifts happening in the background that we are not even aware of. And this whole COVID-19, though it is very, very relevant, it's being shown at, to us constantly and it's bombarding us so that we're not aware of what's happening behind closed doors. And granted, I don't know what's happening, but I can feel that there are constructs that are breaking down. And so this is like Shiva, the pure consciousness, the destroyer that we need to, to create. We also need the destroying energy so that we can rebuild and build in a way that is for the higher consciousness of all. And so no matter how long this break is, whether it's a week or a day or months, this is our opportunity to truly rebuild ourselves from the inside out. Let go of the ish that no longer serves you. It is an opportunity to build trust, to build faith, to simplify, to reflect on our life of what no longer is serving us. It is a time to tap into our divine gifts and our dharma. And what is it that we want to truly bring into the world? This is an opportunity. This space is a gift to use our time wisely to create something that the world needs. And this was a real message, big message for me because with the Meditation for Kids book, I mean, I could not have orchestrated the better a better time than this. And like I was working on my speech for the live events and I was finding that there was some resistance to it. And yeah, I think that was my intuition kind of like giving me the signal that, hey, it's not going to happen. And that's why I was like, I'm not a procrastinator. And anytime I feel like that procrastination energy or like a heaviness that I'm not called or aligned to do something, I know that as a sign. And I think that was my intuition telling me, hey, something's coming to a head. And what I realized is that I was practicing my speech and a lot of the points that I was trying to hit home, this experience is really just nailing it on the head and I don't even need to prove it. Like I was going to talk about like the time is now to prioritize our mental health just as much as we prioritize our physical health. This is apparent. No amount of toilet paper, no amount of hoarding food, no amount of consuming information or being without one another in social situations is assuaging our anxiety that anxiety lives within us that react the reaction the high alert state that we're in because we're in a state of uncertainty in a state of fear and we do not have the tools to be able to calm that nervous system down we don't have the necessary ability to build this practice into our life to assuage that anxiety we are experiencing it right now that we need the tools that we don't want our children to experience the secondhand stress that they could absorb because globally they are energetically sensitive than we are and they are feeling what we are feeling and if we're experiencing that global heaviness and the distraction and the fear they are absorbing it too and we don't want it to debilitate them their minds and their bodies are so delicate the energy of them 
between the ages of zero and eight, everything that they hear, everything that they see gets implanted in their subconscious. And we know that our subconscious, consciously or unconsciously, is responsible for our patterns, our beliefs, our thoughts when we become an adult. So it really behooves us to start implanting these seeds of meditation, of breathing, so that we can counterbalance this experience that they're going to have. And one thing is for sure that we can focus on trying to raise happy kids. However, uncertainty and unhappiness in big emotions are a natural part of human experience. No one could have predicted this. No one is in control of this. This is something that is beyond our control. The only thing we can control is our energy and how we respond to it and to make sure that we are nurturing our children and our brain and our prefrontal logic part of our brain through meditation where it shows that expands it and it creates space in it so that we're not reacting to these situations from that survival low energy state we are coming from it from a greater perspective okay what is the opportunity what is the lesson how can we come together what can i do how am i meant to serve what what can i bring as a light worker as someone who is meant to inspire and to show up and to be a good force in the world what do i do and this is what we want to teach our children because situations like this if we don't change our act will happen this is an opportunity to build faith right and it's only when we are in a space of trusting and believing that there is light there is a reason for this happening we don't have to like it but we have to understand and accept so that we can move forward fear can be all consuming and it will never solve the problem it will never make you feel better but faith that will guide you to what is it meant for me to do what is my part in this how can i serve fear and anxiety also put a tremendous amount of pressure on your immune system and we're trying to stay healthy right now right and so this is like our energetic immune system that we need to be nurturing through meditation through pause being in nature being with the ones that we love and I'll be really honest I know that many of us were like okay we can't be you know socially with each other so let's just jump on Instagram and let's just you know um, we have FaceTime and Zoom and we can just connect like that yes for work I get it But I see this influx of like so many people like showing up on Instagram and doing all these amazing things, but just make sure that you're balancing it and taking time away. Like you don't want this time that you've been gifted to really dive deep that you're spending it all on CNN and Instagram. Take your time away from it. I think that this social distancing or what I like to call a staycation, it's not so that we can connect with other people just constantly, it's a time to connect with ourselves. It's time to reconnect with our community and the people who are locally around us and to re-engage with that sort of dynamic, not just the constant like, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I will be the first one to tell you, I love Instagram that we can connect with tons and tons of people. But the message that I've been getting is that life is between the Wi-Fi signals. Don't spend this whole time like, oh, I just got to give my message and I just got to always be online. And yes, do that, but balance it with downtime where you're not on your phone. I think that is the true message behind this is like deconnecting and really doing a detox from like social connection. Um, Not the people that are, you know, that are close to you, but the people that like, 
you know, we, we just need to tune into ourselves at this time. So take this mandatory time in that we need. Our home is our calm down corner and this time away from social media, away from everyone is your time in. How often have we said, I wish I had more time to spend with my kids. I wish I had more quality time with my partner. I wish I just had time to do these projects around my house or just like have downtime, just to like do nothing. So take advantage of this gift, right? Travel has stopped. We're we're really largely confined to our home. Yes, so supermarkets are open. So please don't go crazy and hoarding tons of stuff that you're not gonna consume. Leave it for people that really also need it. We're not in a war with each other. We will have enough. You have to come from an abundance mentality. There is enough. And honestly, I noticed with me that I've been actually consuming less food. Like, yes, I'm eating. And of course, I'm not saying like if you have eating disorders, like please don't do this. But, you know, we're, our bodies don't need all the food that we're giving it. So eat healthy. Um, you know, of course, I'm doing my green juices and drinking a lot of water, turmeric water, you know, doing all these great things and eating healthy foods, but we don't need to consume that much food in order for our mind and body to work optimally. And I think Ayurveda is just so incredible. You know, it actually has like intermittent fasting kind of in the whole like realm of, you know, your, your body doesn't need to be snacking and eating like every hour on the hour. So, you know, do what works for you and what works for your family. But I just want to let you know, please, like, just be mindful about the food that you consume and, you know, how much that you're taking in and be mindful of your neighbors and just other strangers and just be empathetic. You know, if someone's experiencing fear, it does not help. And it's not the high vibration or the spiritual thing to be like, oh, you're in a fear mindset. Just snap out of it. Like you're in a low vibration. No, that actually perpetuates the fear, right? When you're in a panic state, it's not like you want to be in a panic state. And when the, the survival part of your brain is turned on, it's not like, yes, I want to be in this like very uncomfortable state. No, you really don't. So shaming someone or like making them feel like it's their choice that they want to be in a fearful state is not helpful to anyone. Your job at this time is that like when I'm feeling grounded, yes, I do. Um, you know, I'm trying to I'm working my meditation practice like a full-time job and I'm doing a lot of love and light to spread it out and share it, you know, rather than saying I am safe, I'm saying we are safe, we are protected, we are loved, you know, the earth is safe, the earth is rejuvenating itself, let's listen and connect with the earth and so be out in nature, be with each other, be empathetic, be in tune with your own needs but also in tune with others and this is your opportunity to be compassionate you know by the end of this quarantine let's really take the opportunity and say like I've learned how to sit alone and be comfortable I've activated my creative mindset and been able to contribute something that I feel is meaningful to others I'm more conscious in the way that I socialize whether it's with people that I know in person or on my computer or on Instagram, we're really mindful of just being comfortable saying no if something doesn't feel aligned. You know, being able to have compassion and empathy for the others and where they're at and knowing that we're together in this and really just being more mindful of the way that we shop and how we consume food and things and really feeling more attuned to our needs and our desires and taking action when it feels aligned and really just being able to tune in, meditate with our family, bond with our family, build open communication through this 
beautiful gift and I really do feel so so deeply honored and really moved that my book was chosen to come out it's coming out on April 14th you know pre-orders are now available this has been the greatest gift for my family because we've been doing these practices together I just got the advanced copies this week so Ayan and I have been diving into it and you know if you check my Instagram there's video of us doing it so you know in the midst of this chaos and the uncertainty that life is constantly going to bring right you know these are the tools that we need to bring into our children's life into our life this is what's important this is what's going to create a deep contentment and resilience our our deep fulfillment in our life when we're not constantly chasing happiness and we really know how to handle those difficult big emotions how we know how to ease our anxiety when things feel too overwhelming and it's not about denying those feelings it's about accepting it recognizing it and be like all right what are my next steps what can i do to move through these difficult feelings and that's what really the book is all about and you know like i mentioned because the live events are now moved the the New York City, New Jersey event is going to now be um, in August. I'm finalizing the date. And the California one is going to be October 3rd. I can tell you that date. Um, tentatively, the New Jersey one is going to be August 15th. So start marking your calendars. Um, I know, you know, it's not ideal for me that it's like wedding season and it's the summer. But hey, guys, it's just the, the cards that we've been dealt. And I'm just making the most of it, accepting it. And I trust the divine that whoever's meant to be there will be there. And it's going to still be a powerful experience. I think it's going to be even more powerful because we've had this combined experience of this and we're going to be joining together and really understand that this is so important and we're going to just be motivated everybody's going to show up it's going to be so freaking ready to build these practices in their kids life it's going to just be amazing because we're going to start blowing up the gram and that was my big vision is like kids the kids can meditate movement is just going to take over you know become bigger than me because I'm just one little person who's like trying to bring it to life and you guys are the pioneers right so we're going to really, really bring it into your home and share it with families and teachers. And so um, in order to serve you and to help you, I have created a lot of different resources. First is until the book actually arrives, I've created five, like a mini course. It's like a five video meditation um, videos that you can start practicing with your kids right now. They are the foundational tools. It's one exercise from each chapter of the book. Get it now at the meditationforkidsbook.com website. Your kids are home. This is the perfect time to build a brushing your brain practice into their life, just like we brush our teeth, just like we take a shower every day to clean our bodies. We can start building a brushing your brain practice to clear out our yucky thoughts and feelings every single day. Even if it's for three breaths, one minute, five minutes, it doesn't matter as long as it's consistent every single day and you're making it a part of your daily conversation and so to serve you I am also on May 9th the date of like the original um, New York New Jersey launch at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 9 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time I'm going to be hosting a national live online book launch event and the purpose of this is really to get you motivated you're going to have the books at that time to help you learn um, how to teach the how to use the book, how to teach your kids, answer your questions. Really, it's an opportunity for you to connect with me to answer your questions. And really for me, I will answer a lot of the burning questions that are 
usually asked and so I'll clear away any of your confusion and also what I had created it this is like a necessity with the book is the meditation for kids masterclass course which I'm going to be offering significantly discounted for the the book launch period because I think it is so necessary to have that course because I actually walk down what specific exercises step by step it's your roadmap of how to teach your kids so if you are a beginner and you're like I don't know how to te teach meditation to kids um, this is what you need to help you confidently navigate that. And I'm also, because I've taught both of my kids like starting the foundations when they were one years old. This book is for kids for four to eight. And I really want to guide you on the foundations for each age range. What are you supposed to be focusing on and what, how do I build this in children? And so I'm actually going to also for the course, um, do, live stream and actually you guys are going to benefit because I was only going to do one because um, I was going to do one in June but because it's so spread out there's going to be the May book launch event then there's going to be the August book launch event then there's going to be the October for California I'm going to do a live stream because we're going to have new people joining um, the course I'm going to do probably two or three different live streams to help support you in building these practice so it'll be one in June and one in September and then one in October probably so it'll be three and it's going to be the price you know the discounted price so I really am building all these support systems for you to really succeed and really see the benefits um, in your children's life and you are such in this beautiful unique position as parents to build these practices in your kid's life and let me tell you it is so deeply rewarding and also it's just some of the most deeply bonding experiences and conversations because not only are there the yogic wisdom and the ayurvedic practices in here i really built like mindful practices that you want to build in your children and like the conversations that you want to have like one of the 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 practice is called you are a gift to the world and the other one is you are a lighthouse so they're just so empowering for children to have these messages at a young age it's not just the meditation but like the conversations that you're gonna have like climbing mistake mountain helping your children really build the resilience to really learn that hey it's okay for me to make a mistake and what are the affirmations that you should be saying to your child how to accept and go with the flow lazy river ride that's one of my favorites who do you want to be this is like a peaceful pause to imagine who you will be and how you can change the world now and then there's just some great yoga practices as well as mindful breathing practices you know it's just oh gosh i'm so proud of this book <laughs> to say the very least so I really can't wait to have this in your homes because this is really the key. And I'm not just saying this because I wrote the book, but this is really the key to help assuage the anxiety and the uncertainty and to really know that as a parent, you are really priming your children to have the skills and the resilience to handle anything that life throws their way. So I really hope this serves you well. It brings you inspiration. It brings you hope. It gives you peace in knowing that the world is safe, you are safe, the world is going to rejuvenate and we are gonna be even better than ever after this. It is breaking down the things that are not working and it's also calling us to break down the things that are no longer working within us. So really just lean into it. I know sometimes it's uncomfortable, but the process is accepting the feeling and once you accept it, you're like, all right, 
Show me what I need to release this from my being so that I can let my inner light shine. What is it that I need? And I'm telling you, you will not regret building a meditation practice for yourself and your kids during this time. It is going to shift your energy and it will really empower you and your family. Satnam, guys. Stay safe. Really enjoy in this Take this time to reconnect to yourself. And of course, when I'm on social media, we will connect and I will continue to bring tools, gifts, messages that will serve you on your journey. I love you and I am so grateful that you are part of my tribe. Please share this message so that we can build more positivity and love to counterbalance all that negativity and pain and fear that we're feeling. Thank you guys. Thank you.